Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. State campus. It's Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We're sitting about three rows up here. This is like uh, a mini version of the pit, if you're familiar with New Mexico's arena. The stairs are steep, I promise. I just climbed them. Had to get the blood rushing, but these games already getting the blood rushing. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for being with us here on your Friday. If you're watching us on SWX Montana Television, well, we're not in the studio because we're here. San Diego, California. Had a little reroute. Had to go on a little detour to Portland yesterday. But we got to catch a couple games for March Madness yesterday. Both Boise State and Gonzaga. The Broncos losing, the Zags winning. And now we're here in San Diego, and we'll have full coverage of what we saw take place to open this tournament site, which was a beatdown that I maybe didn't expect. I thought Montana State had their hands full with Texas Tech, a team out of the Big 12 that swept, hello, two uh, defending national champion Baylor, two regular season wins for Texas Tech over Baylor this year. But I didn't know that they were going to quite take it on the chin like they did. Montana State loses 97-62. to So the Bobcats out in the NCAA tournament. And it was honestly not really a contest. It was 18 to 4 in the first four minutes of the game. And Texas Tech just kept hammering down, kept the foot on the gas pedal. So we'll have full reaction for you from Danny Sprinkle and Xavier Bishop of the MSU men's team, as well as Mark Andrews, the head coach of the Texas Tech Raiders as well. Uh, those guys all joined us at the post-game press conference. Well, we are in the midst here courtside of the second game of, of four games here in San Diego. 
Notre Dame ahead of Alabama, 61-47. So the Irish, they won a first four game earlier uh, this week, and now here they are with a pretty commanding lead, eight minutes and 18 seconds to go in the second half of this game here. Thanks so much to all of our great sponsors who helped send us here to San Diego as part of our tournament takeover, as well as helped us spend all week last week in Boise, Idaho as well. Our tournament takeover sponsors include J&B Restaurant Supply, Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula, Katie O'Keefe's Bar and Casino, Crawford's Automotive, Vance Thompson Vision, Stockman Bank, Palmer's Drug, Ryan Holloway and Miller Law, The Silver Slipper, Aspen Sound, and the M Store. Like I have been the last couple days, joined now by Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, here on Nuanas now, and uh, Riley, one game in here in San Diego, but it's just so much different. We said it yesterday, we were at this tournament last year when it was 20% capacity at every arena. Now, pretty much a full house here, I guess probably about 80% full for this Notre Dame-Alabama game. It was a crowd that filled in a little bit for the Bobcat game, not nearly the size of this crowd, but uh, cool to be back with the crowd roaring and uh, the fighting Irish going crazy the day after St. Patrick's Day. Well, it's really cool to see just the tradition, right, when you have Alabama and Notre Dame playing, just the fan base and the band, even the mascots and the leprechaun and, and the, the classic Big Al, the elephant for Alabama. It's really cool. When you talk about the crowd, I loved your explanation and just comparison to the pit. It is a mini pit the way you come in at field level and walk down into this facility and you can feel the roar of the crowd more than anything, Coulter. They want to ride the underdog hard. And we've seen this in this game with 11-seeded Notre Dame. They have given the crowd reason to get excited. You feel it. I feel that the crowd wanted to get behind Montana State, but unfortunately, there just wasn't any momentum early, and by the time maybe they got their, their feet settled a little bit, it was too much of a landslide of a game. But it is really cool to be back, and uh, you really see the tradition, the roar of the crowd. Nothing can beat it. If you want to know if there's Notre Dame fans everywhere, there is. They're everywhere. This arena is half-packed and green. It's not just because yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. And if you're listening here, you also hear the Notre Dame band just ripping. That's one of the number one things you notice when you're experiencing Power 5 schools is just the investment they have in everything. I mean, you're talking five times as many social media people and people taking pictures, editing videos. The bands are clearly fully funded. I mean, I bet you every one of these kids is on a scholarship. But uh, it's a great pleasure being here with you, man, because this is fun experiencing this in full force for the first time. Well, and I wanted you to get here for this normal setting. Yes, last year was really cool and really unique, but it wasn't quite the NCAA tournament. The crowd is what makes this. This is an event. We're going to hear from Danny Sprinkle in a little bit. He said this is the greatest tournament in the world. Yes, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. That might be the best singular event on a day, but this is the best tournament in the world, and you see it on display, Coulter, and I'm glad that you're experiencing it for the first time with the crowd. And Oh, by the way, we still have two night games tonight. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of Arizona fans in the house, so it's going to be cool to see it as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's been fun to experience today and just kind of see it on a more quote-unquote normal experience. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. It's our tournament takeover, presented in part by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference as a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana. Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means for you is that your money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and neighbors. Later on in the show, we're going to hear from all sorts of different subjects. We'll give you a full recap of what's happened so far in the NCAA tournament. We're about one and one quarter days through the first round here. The second games at each site are underway now. And as I said, Notre Dame up 61-50, 7.45 left here in San Diego. We'll have top-seeded Arizona versus Wright State next. And then we have eighth-seeded Seton Hall versus at number nine TCU in the nightcap here. So that'll be fun as well. But we'll get you all the way around the NCAA tournament here in just a little while. We'll also hear from Danny Sprinkle, Xavier Bishop of the Montana State men's basketball team. And we'll hear from Mark Andrews, the head coach for Texas Tech. Hour number two, we'll have a full preview of uh, the MSU women's game as well. They play here in California, in Palo Alto, right outside Palo Alto, in Stanford, California, on the Stanford campus. They play the top-seeded and defending national champion Cardinal. The MSU women are a 16 seed. The Cardinal, a number one seed for the second year in a row. And uh, 
We'll swear from Trisha Benford, Montana State head women's basketball coach. And we'll hear from Ashley Van Sickle, a uh, unsung but pivotal senior for that MSU women's team as they prepare for a uh, a tall task to be sure against Stanford on their home court. And then we'll also hear from our state tournament roundup interview series will continue. Andrew Houghton has a nice interview for us from the head coach from Roy Winifred, the Class C girls state champions this previous year. It is the tournament takeover. It's presented in part by Aspen Sound. Car and boat stereos, window tents, auto starts, and more. Visit Aspen Sound in Missoula on Broadway or visit AspenSound.com. Montana State had the lead for 18 seconds against Texas Tech. The game started with Abdul Muhammad getting a shot blocked by uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. Then Billy Williamson, the big Texas Tech guard, he hits nothing but the side of the backboard on his first layup attempt, and you're thinking, okay, maybe both teams are a little nervous. Maybe both teams are trying to settle in. Then Abdul Muhammad cashes a 15-foot jumper, and the Cats are up 2-0. Well, Texas Tech did not miss a shot for the next nine minutes and two seconds. A 17-2 run turned into a 30-7 lead, and Texas Tech really never looked back. They were ahead by 27 points at halftime. The lead swelled to as many as 37 in the second half, and they end up running away with a 97-62 victory over Montana State. So the Big Sky champions one and done in the big dance for the 16th year in a row. No Big Sky team has won an NCAA tournament since 2006 when Montana defeated Nevada. The Grizzlies, a 12 seed that year. That's the highest seed a Big Sky school has received over the last 16 years as well. And that's part of the deal. We're going to get into sort of what this means for the league and why it is such an uphill battle and why particularly the Montana schools seem to struggle in the NCAA tournament so much this last 10 years. As Alabama tries to stay alive, Javen Shackelford with a layup in the lane. And Notre Dame's lead down to 63-52, 5.44 left. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas. Now, before we get into what this sort of means about and for the Big Sky Conference, Riley, we went to 14 tournament games in four days last year. We went to two games yesterday, and we're on our second game here today. Hard to understate how physically talented and how much physical superiority Texas Tech had over Montana State in this opener today. Well, and you see it, too, just really any Big Sky team against a Power 5 team like Texas Tech, like Kansas of last year. The physically, just the physical presence that they have is the first thing that you notice. And I think when the starting lineups got announced, Coulter, and we just saw it five on the court for both squads, it's going to be a challenge right away, and you have to play perfect. And I think that's a, a big-time element to this. If, when it starts going downhill, maybe a little early for some of these underdog teams, you lose belief. You need belief for 40 minutes, and you really need things to go your way. And you can go back to, to Eastern Washington from last year. They got off to a good start. They had belief level. Montana, a couple of years ago, they jumped out to a 10 to nothing lead. So you think things are going to turn their way, and it certainly did not, uh, especially for Montana State today. We are moving up a uh, spot here. We go. Okay, we are uh, on the move as we. Uh, actually, we're going to go this way. We're on the move as we uh, avoid the bands, as it were, here on Nuanas now. Tournament takeover. Thanks so much for listening. You don't see us in the studio. It's because we're not there. We're here, San Diego, California, Viejas Arena. 63-52 Notre Dame ahead of Alabama. 5:31 remaining here uh, in the second game. Let's hear from a couple people from this Montana State game as part of our tournament takeover, which is presented in part by JB Restaurant Supply. JB Restaurant Supply, your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat. And one for Alabama. An Eagle or a Scotty, you can score big with J&B. Three locations throughout the state of Montana. Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. Or you can visit jbrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at J&B, your restaurant specialist. Let's hear from one of the subjects in this game, Danny Sprinkle, the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year. 27 wins for the Bobcats. They finished 27-8. and eight. By all accounts, one of their great seasons in their program's history and in their Big Sky Conference history. That's the most wins they've had. 
since joining the Big Sky back in 1963. And they did it behind several super seniors that really carried the day. But Coach Sprinkle certainly, certainly disappointed nonetheless following his team's 97-62 loss to Texas Tech in the first round of the 2022 NCAA tournament. And uh, I know obviously we didn't play our best today and almost 100% of that has to do with Texas Tech, but what they've done for our university and how they've represented us in the Big Sky Conference, I couldn't be more proud of a group, a group of individuals that came together and really, uh, and really developed as a team. Um, tonight was, uh, I mean, this is the first time I've seen my play card all night. It felt like they were guarding me. I couldn't even see my play card. Like they literally, that's the best defensive team in the country for a reason. Uh, they make every catch hard. They contest. They contest not only every shot. They contest every pass, and they made it really difficult for us. And when they start making threes, you know, I think they started the game. They made ten of their first fourteen. I don't know if there's anybody in the tournament that's going to beat them if they shoot that ball that well. Because defensively, they don't have any weaknesses. Um, you know, even if you do make a good decision and a quick pass and you have a shot, the space is closed up so fast. And uh, I mean, it's it's impressive on film, but. You know, seeing that in person, I've never seen anything like it, to be honest with you. And I, uh, I wish I could have helped my players a little more, you know, designing some stuff to, to make stuff easier. But, you know, they've, they've done that to almost every Big 12 team, too, and teams across the country. So give them credit, man. They're unbelievably well coached, um, you know, and great kids. They were, they were a class act even after the game. And uh, I appreciated that. Colter Nuwana, Skyline Sports, Danny. Their intensity was so impressive, but so were they just physically. So their length, athleticism, how much did that disrupt you guys offensively? A whole lot. And they've disrupted everybody they've played against. It's uh, it's tremendous. And like I said, when you see it in person and up close, their point guards are 6'6", 220, and long and athletic. Like, it's not a normal team, you know, but that's how their staff recruits for Coach Adam because that's the players he likes. And he gets, I mean, they're dogs. You know, they, they, they are literally as real as real gets. There's no fake toughness. There's no fake chip on their shoulder. And, and for us, you know, I mean, they expose some of the things that we don't do well with our size or skill level and some of our passing, but they've done it to everybody. And it's hard. You know, you have to, you have to make some crazy shots against them. Um, but if they're shooting a basketball like that, I'm telling you, like, there's not, there's not many teams in this tournament that's going to beat them if they're shooting that well offensively. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State Headman's basketball coach, following his team's 97-62 loss to Texas Tech first round of the NCAA tournament. We got a barn burner here. It's a 10-point game, but the Notre Dame fans are cheering like it's nobody's business. There's a lot of them here in this arena. 68-58, final media timeout. Notre Dame leads Alabama. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We got more mascot dance competitions going on. Notre Dame's mascot's one of the only ones that doesn't wear a full face mask. So we got Big Al, the uh, Alabama mascot, who has not been happy this game, dancing against some, like, real-life leprechaun guy or something. I don't even know what Notre Dame's mascot is called, but uh, these have been funny, fun, one of the fun parts of the NCAA tournament. It is part of our tournament takeover, presented in part by Vance Thompson Eye Care. It's game day, so get ready for the action. Fast break, slam dunks, buzzer beating three-pointers, and more. Can you see all the game day excitement? Really see it? If you wish your vision was clearer, Van Stops the Vision's world-class team and experienced doctors can help. They use the most advanced technology to provide you with the best possible outcome for your eyes. Request your free laser vision consultation for premium laser cataract surgeon in Montana. Scott competition here in San Diego. Visit VanStopsDivision.com today for all of your information about LASIK surgery in the Treasure State in the state of Montana. Mark Andrews is in his first year at Texas Tech. 
and they're having a banner year, 26 wins and counting. And from what I saw today, they'll be a team that can give teams trouble in this tournament no matter what because of their size, their athleticism, their length, and their defensive play. But if they shoot the ball like they did today, they might go to the Final Four because they were absolutely right out the gates, red hot. They made 10 of their first 11 field goals. They hit seven of their first 10 threes. They finished 36 of 54 from the floor and 12 of 20 from the three-point line. Mark Andrews himself said that was one of, if not Texas Tech's, best games of the season. Played one of the best games we've played all year. Excited that our guys um, are showing some improvement, and that's the thing we want to do is uh, continue to grow as a team, and, and uh, I thought our guys did that. Uh, with that said, uh, again, we did a great job preparing. We, we took uh, Montana State very serious, a very good program, well coached. So, uh, like I told Coach Frank last game, it's one of the best, if not the best game we played all year. So. And Texas Tech, they offensively executed at such a high level. They were a good team, but they did whatever they wanted. Montana State had no answer, no matter if they were in zone or man. I thought one of the defining moments of the game was when Williamson hit a step-back three-pointer in Jabril Bellow's face, and he watched the two guys running down the court. Jabril Bellow, the Big Sky Conference MVP from Montana State, one of the biggest beasts in the league. 6'9", 245 pounds. He looked almost exactly the same size as Williamson, who ended up 8 of 10 from the floor and 4 of 5 from beyond the three-point line. How was Texas Tech able to operate so efficiently offensively? We asked Mark Adams. Here's his thought on Texas Tech's offensive execution. I was a little concerned. I, I don't want a guy who's thinking too much offense. He would start scoring too many points. I like him stay. Remember what our identity is on, on defense. But no, ser seriously, I, it's one of the best offensive games we've had, and we really shared the ball. We, uh, I think we had 20, what, uh, three or four assists. I guess 22 assists. Is that what it was? 23. And that's, that may be the most we've had all year, but that was one of our emphasis is we want to grow offensively. We've got to share the ball. And so we've got a lot of guys that um, – can, can shoot threes and make plays and drive. Uh, our biggest challenge is just spreading the floor and getting some spacing, getting those guys to move the ball, and just trust in our in our offense. So uh, we've uh, we did that, and and I thought well, we really worked on that a lot this week on trying to uh, do some things to get more ball movement. So it was uh, it was it was great to see these guys do that. Mark Andrews, the one make Texas Tech's offense click today. It is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. You don't see us in studio. We're still broadcasting to you through the Northwest Motorsports studio. Northwest Motorsport boasts the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find that inventory by visiting online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Two minutes and 20 seconds now here between sixth seeded Alabama and 11th seeded Notre Dame. The Fighting Irish closing in on it, 68-58, and the crowd roars one more time. Two minutes and 15 seconds left, and it looks like somebody from the Alabama bench is going to get a technical foul. Was that on Nate Oates? It is on Nate Oates. A little frustration. Alabama's been on this climb back and uh, finally missed a three. Thought there should have been a foul. Kind of the final dagger here. We're going to see an 11-6 upset, and then again, Coulter, the first four. Everybody that wins one of those first four games seems every year you're going to have someone advance. Well, Notre Dame's going to be that team again. We talked all year about the Big Sky and the quality of the teams or lack thereof. I thought Montana State was a good Big Sky team. In fact, a very good Big Sky team. Certainly one of the best iterations of the Bobcats that I've ever watched this year. But yet again, for the 16th year in a row, you're talking about a Big Sky team going home. And more often than not in those 16 years, the Big Skies failed to advance out of the first round. It came in embarrassing fashion. I mean, it doesn't, you can talk about the heart and Montana State fighting back. The fact is they were down by 32 points in the first half and they trailed by 27 at halftime when they lost the game 97-62. So what's it going to take for Montana State or anybody else in the Big Sky to get into the ranks of a real mid-major that can pull an upset? This is not a real mid-major pulling an upset. This is Notre Dame winning. But we've seen St. Peter's and all these different things. So before we get into that, one last thought from Mark Adams. As Notre Dame converts again. 
Here's one last thought from Mark Adams on Montana State and the quality of the team he thought they were. He said he, his team performed and took Montana State very seriously. You could tell that by the way that they started. Here's Mark Adams, one last thought on Montana State. They didn't really shoot the ball, and, and we were that was a huge concern for us, and they continue making some of those threes. But, um, you know, they're a very balanced team. They have inside scoring, outside scoring, point guard that is really good off the bounce. So, uh, you know, I thought we did a great job of containing uh, him and then uh, and then on the inside, at least the first half, controlling the inside game. So the guys that had to score were a lot of their perimeter players that, uh, that uh, maybe not used to carrying that load. So I thought that was really good. But uh, just our, we just want to take advantage of our athleticism against them, and I thought we were able to do that. Mark Adams here on Nuanas now, Texas Tech head coach, first-year head coach, and he's done a great job getting Texas Tech to 26 wins and counting after their 97-62 win over Montana State in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Notre Dame at the free throw line now, and uh, 74-60 now, the Irish lead, about 95 seconds remaining. So it seems like Notre Dame well on their way to advancing uh, into the second round of this NCAA tournament. One of the biggest storylines of this Big Sky Conference season were the players that left the league. And one of the other big stories this year in the Big Sky were the players that stayed in the league. Three of the premier players that stayed in the Big Sky Conference, Xavier Bishop, Abdul Muhammad, and Amin Adamu, all three super seniors for Montana State. Xavier Bishop, he was very classy, even if he was a little bit subdued in the postgame press conference. Here's what Montana State's super senior point guard had to say after leaving his team with 12 points in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Uh, it's meant the world to me. <laughs> it's meant the world to me. Uh, you know, I can't even explain sometimes what, you know, Coach Frank and our staff and just my teammates mean to me. Uh, you know, you know my past. I came from, you know, tough situation, you know, especially wins-wise and, you know, didn't have necessarily a lot of people believing in me, believing that I could be a point guard on a winning team, believe I could, you know, help a team be become, you know, something like this. And, uh, you know, definitely felt along the way. I'm proud of myself, you know, that I kind of did it. But, man, I just had guys believe in me, you know, and that's that, 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 that's kind of just who I am. You know, when you got people that believe in you, you got to believe in yourself. You know, you feel like good things can happen. And, man, just just this entire journey, this entire year has meant the world to me. And, you know, it made basketball fun again. You know, I, I truly enjoyed it, and I'll never forget it. And uh, we left we left our legacy. You know, no matter the outcome today, we left our legacy at Montana State. Um, Alex Ashelman, ABC Fox Montana. Where do you, ex, um, where do you think that um, this program can go from here? High, high as they want to take it, you know, uh, got a great core coming back, you know, great foundation, you know, uh, they, the sky's the limit for these guys. I know, I see the work that they put in. I see the work that uh, our coaching staff puts in, you know, the effort, the time and how they value us. And, you know, the young guys, they, they, this is definitely a learning lesson for them. You know, they got to enjoy the moment and enjoy the experience, but the goal was to win the big sky and get to the dance. Now the goal should be continue to be win a big sky, get to the dance, and now win a game. You know, win a couple games. And uh, we, if they just continue to keep doing what they're doing and what we do on a daily basis, the sky's the limit for this program, and it, it's gonna it's gonna be special. They'll they'll be back for sure. Xavier Bishop, one of our favorites here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. MSU's super senior point guard finishes his career. The only Bobcat in the game in double-figure scoring. Montana State falls 97-62 in the first round of the NCAA tournament to third-seeded Texas Tech. It's part of our tournament takeover. It's presented in part by the M Store. The M Store has moved locations in Missoula. They're just a couple blocks up. They're now right there on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. It's a great location. You can find them. Uh, you can find all of the Grizz gear you might need there. They also have all sorts of other sports memorabilia and apparel. And they're also adding an Apple store as well. So that'll be innovative and cool. A great addition to Missoula. So go check out the M store downtown for all of your Grizz gear and otherwise needs. Nuan is now coming to you live from Viejas Arena. San Diego State's campus, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, closing in on a huge win, 76-62. UND leads Alabama, 76-62 with about a minute to go. One minute, one minute remaining. There you go, you hear the one-minute announcement. 
We're going to get into what's missing in the Big Sky Conference in just a minute. How about one final thought from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, and what this season meant to him. Everything. You know, I'm so happy for these players, like watching their face when they go in the locker room and the March Madness stuff, when they're walking out, I was purposely watching their face when they're looking in the arena. Like, that's why when they're little kids, that's why they play. You know, that's why kids go Division One is to play in this tournament. It's the biggest tournament in the world. You know, it's this and the Super Bowl. That's Those are the two biggest sporting events in the world. And Montana State's a part of that. And, you know, for Bobcat Nation back home, you know, I know they were all watching on TV. You know, the support they've given us this year and the energy they've given us, the fans are back in the field house. Like, the energy's back. The excitement's back. And now we have to, you know, we have to continue to build on that. You know, we have to still do a really good job recruiting to replace some of these seniors. And we got to, we got to kind of keep the culture and, and the and the toughness that we've had. You know, we've got to we've got to continue to take steps. Alex Eshelman, ABC Fox Montana. The three seniors. Uh, what will you miss most about the the three, and what have they brought to the success of this program? Yeah, I mean, I already cried enough in the locker room. I can't like they believed in me when nobody else did. The only people that believed in me before that was my mentors, and Wadeg Cruzado, our president, and Leon Costello. You know, nobody, I didn't have an interview anywhere else to be a head coach, not a junior cop, nowhere. And they took a chance on me. Those three kids took a chance on me, you know, and I couldn't be more appreciative. I mean, their family for life, what they've done to kind of reinvigorate Montana State basketball uh, on and off the court. I mean, I could, I could never, there's not enough words. There's not enough money. There's nothing. There's not enough of anything that could expresses my gratitude and thanks to them for what they've done, not only to me, to my staff, the city, and their teammates. There you go, Danny Sprinkle, Nuanas Now. Here, just listen to the Notre Dame fight song for a minute. Notre Dame moves on against Alabama. Moving on as well, more from the Nuanas Now Tournament Takeover. Two games in the books here in San Diego. Two more to come. We'll take you all the way around the NCAA Tournament and also address some of the things that are holding the Big Sky Conference back when it comes to success in this event. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you no out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Montana State men's basketball team competed in the big dance in San Diego, and the MSU women are preparing to square off with the defending national champions on the farm at Stanford. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. The MSU men competed in the opening round of action at the NCAA tournaments on Friday, squaring off with number three-seeded Texas Tech. Behind a strong offensive effort, the Red Raiders would control the game from the start in a 97-62 win over MSU. Texas Tech saw each of their starters score at least 10 points in the contest, shooting 66% from the field as a team. The Red Raiders were led offensively by Terrence Shannon and Bryson Williams, who both finished with 20 points each to lead all scorers. Senior guard Xavier Bishop was the lone scorer in double figures for the Cats, scoring 12 points to go along with a pair of assists. Later tonight, the Bobcats women will open play in the NCAA tournament in the first round against number one seeded Stanford. The Cardinal finished the regular season as the number three ranked team in the nation, finishing with a 28 and three record. Tip-off from Maple Pavilion is slated for 8 p.m. local time. For live coverage from the NCAA tournament in San Diego, stay tuned to the one is now right here on ESPN. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Stop sitting.
Central LA, can't get no stranger. Full of drama like a soap opera. On the curb, watching the kettle bird helicopters. I observe so many niggas getting three strikes. Austin jail. I swear to hear right across from hell. I can't cry, cause it's home now. I'm just in the go on his own now. Living life thug staff. So I can't smell right into my people's when they ask for pictures. Thinking Cali just fun. You want us now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. We're not there, though, because we're here. Appreciate Northwest Motorsport for being such a huge supporter of Nuanas Now. Go check out nwmsrocks.com if you want to check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. We're sitting here courtside, Viejas Arena, downtown San Diego. Two games in the books, Notre Dame. Last pass, Alabama, a little bit of a surprise. I actually thought that uh, Alabama was one of the more impressive athletic teams I've seen all year. And uh, Notre Dame looks like a team on a mission. They won a double overtime game against Rutgers the other night. And uh, we've started to see this more often. The Power Five teams were like the big conference teams that play in that first four. That sometimes is a, is a vault. It's, it's sort of like a wake-up moment. They get a little... little uh, Chance to get their feet wet, and then all of a sudden, boom, they make a run. We saw with UCLA as a 12 seed a year ago. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me here on Nuanas Now. It's our tournament takeover brought to you in part by Crawford's Automotive. From oil changes to brakes, tune-ups to transmissions, Crawford's will get you on the road. Call them today, 406-542-7705. Riley, uh... First of all, great showing by the Notre Dame fans, but it seems like that's becoming more of a trend, right? These teams that are playing their way into the tournament and then go on tournament runs. We, we've seen it, and I think that all of us want to maybe overanalyze, like, okay, Notre Dame's probably out of gas, right? They, they play in the ACC tournament and then double overtime, then they have to fly across the country and go to San Diego and play. But it totally takes the edge off, especially when you're the underdog, and that's what everybody forgets, I think, with the winners of those games in Dayton since they've added the play-in games. To, they're playing with house money. The moment they win and they get that underdog role it's embraced I think Notre Dame's a little bit special in that category because of how well they travel which kudos to you you were getting props from everybody sitting around us how you were able to focus during <laughs> segment one we got crazy Notre Dame fans behind us the Notre Dame band going after it as well so uh, but but it's really cool to see that and we saw obviously VCU the first year of the first four they go all the way to the final four UCLA does the same thing a year ago and hey Notre Dame they're playing loose they're getting balanced scoring throughout um, they've got a bunch of weapons and they're going to have the crowd support but i agree with everything you said about texas tech that's a different challenge we'll get to see that one on sunday as well but uh it's becoming more and more of a trend and i think it's because of the fans and you can feel it everyone embraces that underdog role notre dame a special group no doubt so as now espn radio swx montana television so now we have the following finals in the books. I'll just rip through it so you can see all of the finals from across the NCAA tournament. Yesterday, Gonzaga destroyed Georgia State 93-72. Even though Georgia State gave them a game in the first half, they're only down by a score at halftime. We saw that one live. We also saw the second half of Memphis beating Boise State 64-53. So that means Gonzaga-Memphis in the second round. One of the 12 seed upsets of the day, New Mexico State takes down UConn 70-63. They'll take on Arkansas, who was able to outlast Vermont 75-71 yesterday. Alabama here, they lose to Notre Dame 78-64. They advance to play Texas Tech, the team that ripped the cover off of Montana State. So it's an 11 versus a 3, but that's actually uh, two power fives and two top 20 programs for sure. Going at it tomorrow, Texas Tech a 97-62 winner over Montana State. Uh, in the East bracket, Baylor no problem with, with Norfolk State for the second year in a row. 85-49, the defending national champ Bears dispatch of Norfolk State. North Carolina all over Marquette. That was a surprising result. Maybe not that North Carolina won, but that they ripped the Golden Eagles like they did. 95-63. St. Mary's toyed with Indiana. Indiana could have had a similar storyline to Notre Dame as the Power 5 team that plays the play-in and then gets out in the tournament, but not so much. Indiana ends Wyoming's great season and then gets their season ended in no doubt about it fashion. St. Mary's takes them apart. 82-53. 
UCLA, the Cinderella of last year's tournament, although it's impossible to call a team with 12 national championships a Cinderella, but still, as a 12 seed, UCLA made it to the final four. Maybe they were an 11 seed last year. They were an 11 seed, yeah. but it kind of has that same feel as sure. Notre Dame. It's hard to call them an underdog sure. because it's the brand name of UCLA and Notre Dame, but yep, 11 seed last year for sure. Texas Tech is all over Virginia Tech, excuse me, Texas uh, University of Texas, all over Virginia Tech, one of the hottest teams in the country. All my upsets are failing. My bracket bracket is totally busted. Texas is up 66-54 over Va Tech. Purdue, they moved in to the second round with a 78-56 win over Yale. Murray State, they outlast San Francisco in overtime, one of the best games of the night. That was our nightcap. We uh, finally got to San Diego, finally got to our place in the gas lamp district, which is so cool. And then we went and watched that overtime between Murray State and San Francisco. Uh, a really good game, and Murray State wins in overtime, 92-87. And then the, probably the upset of the day, St. Peter's takes down Kentucky. 85-79 while we were on an airplane. Riley, the first text he sends me when we land on the tarmac, holy cow, Kentucky lost. Well, and you said upset of the day. That might be the greatest upset ever. Well, no. I, I know that UMBC beat Virginia, and that's the 16-1. But it's not Kentucky, man. In Kentucky, and compared to St. Peter's, no disrespect, but take a look at the gyms that those two play in and just the resources. As far as from that standpoint, I, I'll stand on that sword. I think it's the greatest upset in NCAA tournament history Yesterday. More scores that have already transpired. Michigan beat Colorado State 75-63. Tennessee whipped Longwood 88-56. Ohio State beats Loyola Chicago 54-41. Villanova beats Delaware 80-60. Kansas destroys Texas Southern 83-56. Creighton outlasts San Diego State in overtime. San Diego State blew a 16-point second-half lead. And uh, Creighton outlasts them 72-69. Richmond, another 12 seed with an upset over Iowa, 67-63. Providence takes out South Dakota State, a lot of people's Cinderella favorites, 66-57. Miami earlier today beats USC, 68-66. And Auburn outlasts Jacksonville State, 80-61. So there's a full look at all of your results from so far in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Our next one here will be number one, Arizona versus number 16, Wright State. But Wright State can score the ball. So we're expect expecting uh, some points in this one for sure. At least we're hoping for some. <laughs> Thanks to Sportsbet Montana for all their awesome support of us here throughout the year. And uh, hopefully you're getting your best out of that bracket challenge, both Nuana's Now style and Sportsbet Montana style. Riley, we have seen over the last several years the Baltimore counties of the world, the St. Peter's of the world, the, I was going to say Belmont, but they're actually, I believe, tied with Boise State with the distinction of the most NCAA tournament appearances without a victory. But, um, I mean, we, we've seen it dating back to Weber State with Harold the Show Arsenal in the late 90s. Upsets are a part of this tournament, yet it seems that upsets are the thing that eludes the Big Sky champion more than any other league in the country. And I don't think it's because the Big Sky is the worst league. I think there's a whole bunch of different dynamics that go into it, but I want to hear your theories first. We're 16 years in now. I was a freshman in college at the University of Montana the last time a Big Sky team won a tournament game. And that year it took uh, that Big that Montana team, they didn't even win the league. They didn't even host the tournament. But they did beat Stanford, the non-conference. They beat Wisconsin-Milwaukee, the non-conference. And then they won the league tournament on the road. They also had a 13-year NBA veteran in uh, Larry Kostowiak as their head coach. That helped them get a 12 seed. The 12 is a big help. 12 is a huge difference than the 14 we saw today in Montana. State had. It's a huge difference between the 15 the Grizz got the last two times they played in the tournament as well. I mean, the Grizz lost to a team that went to the Elite Eight in the Final Four when they played Michigan in back-to-back -back years. And I think we might have seen an Elite Eight team today in Texas Tech, too. But the, So the draw is a big part of it. But what else? What other factors go into this? Why does the Big Sky have such a long drought? It's crazy to see. And I think experiencing this in, in person, Coulter, you, you understand why these upsets are, are so great and, and how impactful they can be on these smaller leagues. The Big Sky, to me, hasn't gotten there for a couple of different reasons. And I know that we could go around the horn with this a lot, but when you let's just look at the way the rosters are made up, right? What are a couple things that are keys to NCAA tournament success? Well, first off, you need to shoot the basketball well. And I think that to have multiple shooters on the floor that can make threes, Montana State, it seemed to me, at least later on in the game, Danny Sprinkle just realized that. And yes, it might not have been his best five players on the floor, but maybe his best five shooters. It takes a special effort from there. But I see depth too, right? Depth 
is really on display at this level where, again, no disrespect to any Big Sky school, but you can make the argument, particularly today, that the second line of a Texas Tech would beat Montana State probably sure. in any Big Sky conference school. And that's no knock. It's just the fact of how depth is so important at this stage. But I, I think roster construction is going to be so important. Belief, we can get into all of those factors. I'm just not sure that any Big Sky school feels they can walk into arena and win For against sure. a college basketball titan. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. Well, even with the Nuanas now, by the way, SWX Montana Television as well as ESPN Radio coming to you from Viejas Arena in San Diego, California. It's our tournament takeover. It's presented in part by Ryan Holloway and Miller. From auto accidents to medical malpractice to wrongful death or any criminal defense, Ryan Holloway and Miller should be your first call. No matter what your legal needs, when it comes to personal injury or criminal defense, call Ryan Holloway and Miller today. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. And here's a thought I had is, oh, I think it's twofold. I think it's really hard for big CI teams to cultivate an underdog mentality because when they are navigating the league schedule, they're getting everybody's best shots, particularly if the best teams are Montana, Montana State, or Weber State, because teams are playing off of their home atmospheres because they're so much better than the ones they experience. I also think, though, ticket, ticket revenue is a significant revenue boost for the men's basketball teams for the Montana schools. Therefore, they have to try to play as many home games as possible, even if that includes the uh, even if that includes SAGU or whatever the school was, Pacific Warner, Yellowstone Christian, you're trying to get the 17 home games on the schedule so you can make the gate. I think that then in turn hurts you. I think the evolution of college basketball also hurts them too, though. That Sanford win that Montana had to get the 12 seed back in 2006, that was in Missoula. Mike Montgomery brought his Stanford Cardinal to Missoula. For those that don't understand the way college basketball scheduling works now, the Power 5 schools, as a matriculation of football, have so much money to spend on money games in basketball that they literally will not play at a Big Sky school. Montana could not get Gonzaga to come play them. There's no world in which that would be possible unless they, like, bankrupt the athletic department budget. Well, and not even that. Now we're to the point, Coulter, where West Coast Conference teams in the upper end of the Mountain West, they would never come to a Big Sky school. We're in San Diego State's arena right now. There's no way San Diego State is playing a road game at a Big Sky Conference school. And I'm glad that you brought up the non-conference scheduling because that was the one piece that I didn't mention the first time that I think is so critical. These teams in the Big Sky Conference don't have any belief that they can beat a bigger school because, quite frankly, they don't play that many in the non-conference portion of it. When you're playing teams like Yellowstone Christian, Segu AIC, and other non-division ones just to get home games and just to, to pick up victories on the ledger, it's going to be really tough to continue to build the conference and try and strengthen it that much more to where, let's call, call it, quite frankly, Coulter, not much respect on the national sure. level. And that's why, for good reason, this league is not getting above a 14, I don't think, for a long time, unless they can prove they can at least be even competitive. I mean, Eastern Washington, maybe one of the Montana games, you could say, was even competitive, but we haven't even had an upset scare in a while, maybe outside of Eastern last year. For sure. Well, and that's the thing, is like you have to win. The, the problem keeps accentuating itself. Because you keep having 26 and 27 win teams like Montana and Montana State have been these last handful of years heading to the NCAA tournament. But they don't have a marquee win against another NCAA tournament team on their schedule whatsoever. And then when they go play Michigan and Texas Tech and get destroyed like that, and to be fair, Montana was more competitive, but they had a harder time actually scoring the ball. Part of that was the flow of the game and all that. So apples to oranges. But, but you know people are going to compare all oh, the Grizz sure. lost cat yet. All I'm saying is that there hasn't been a, a big sky school that I think really showed like really well. They, they didn't like make the league look like, oh, oof, man, we got a long ways to go. It, 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 let's just say it like this. It wasn't either of the Montana schools. Eastern Washington did against Kansas a little bit a year ago. Um, part of that is just because they get spread the four a lot more, though, and Kansas didn't shoot the ball very well, yet they still give up 93 points in a nine-point loss. So, I mean, there's all sorts of different things. All I'm saying, though, is for the Big Sky to ever really have a shot here, they got to find a different formula than the formula that they got. And I think that part of it is the way that they're going to get seeded, being a conference from the West. Like, we were watching Villanova today. Villanova's a two-seed. They're a good team. They they would have been a way better matchup for Montana State than Texas Tech. Like, if you're going to play these Big 12 and Big 10 
schools with the type of athletes that they got, they're just going to bully you and just bludgeon you to death. And they know it, too. I mean, the, the game plan that comes around it, and you, you look at Danny Sprinkle, and there were multiple times we were just looking at his body language. Coulter, he was exasperated for most of this because he was looking around saying, it doesn't really matter what I draw up because of the physicality, the style of play, and just the sheer disadvantage of a Big Sky school going up against a, a powered team like a Texas Tech. You, you look at maybe a squad, Villanova, maybe a Wisconsin. We were trying to find a three seed that maybe Montana State could have had a better matchup with. And yes, it'd be nice to, to pick and choose what would be the best matchup for them. But again, quite frankly, just any Big Sky school, it has been tough sledding. And I'm curious how measures get made in the future because now we're getting to the, okay, how do we turn this around stage? Because the, the numbers are what they are at this point. Uh, we saw Tom Wistersill, commissioner of the conference here as well. You know everybody wants that tournament win. That's a big piece of the puzzle and a lot of money for other Big Sky schools as well if they can get it done. So the whole conference needs to be on board with it. I'm just curious to see the necessary changes, if any, get made in the next couple of years. Well, what's the difference between the Big Sky and the other school, or the other conferences out west that aren't the Pac-12? The Mountain West has a TV network, so they're almost like a above a mid-major conference. The WCC doesn't have football. The Big West doesn't have football. The WAC, as of right now, doesn't have football. So what you're talking about is you have a football conference. You have the third football conference of the West, which invests so much of its money on football, but doesn't make nearly the money in football. So now all of a sudden you don't have the same reinvestment in other sports. And it's why I just saw Jack Murphy, former Northern Arizona head coach, who's now an assistant at Arizona. We saw Barrett Peary, former Portland State head coach, who's an assistant at Texas Tech. It's a better job to not have to be the head coach of a program with no resources from a one-bid league. And so that's the thing that has been the regression of the big sky. You've seen Montana sort of fall back to the to the top of the middle of the pack. You've seen Weber State fall back from the top to the middle of the pack. You've seen Idaho fall from the, the one of the top-tier teams in the league to the bottom of the league. Idaho State's gotten worse since they fired Bill Evans, which shouldn't be possible, but it is. Portland State, not nearly as good. So the coaching has declined, and so much of it, though, it all leads back to one thing, the constriction of college sports because of the Power Five and their stranglehold on all the money involved. A talking point for probably next week. We'll get back around to it, but we got to get out for now. Let's talk about some happy stuff. How about some winners from the state of Montana? Our state championship interview series continues. Andrew Houghton prepared a nice one with Marietta Boyce. She's the head coach of the Roy Winifred girls basketball team, the Class C champions in girls hoops. We'll hear from her next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Yep. Dead and in the J's off of August Street. Pops drove a turquoise 280Z. Playing Tracy Chapman, we was watching heat. Shoot out in the alley, make it hard to sleep. 59th and 5th at my granny house. Uncle Reggie spelling shorts on my granny couch. The lesson was never go to attic route. To deal with mines, I probably pulled an automatic out. 60th and 10th, cable with the chip. 12 gauge behind the door, plastic where you sit. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you from Viejas Arena on the San Diego State campus. Coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. 
March into savings with Northwest Motorsports Markdown Madness. They're providing special APRs all March long. Get a truckload of savings on the greatest selection of trucks, trucks, and more trucks at Northwest Motorsport today. You want to listen to the show, stream the show, your mobile device, your cell phone, your tablet, head on over to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. You'll always find the stream. You want to get a hold of us? Probably the best way today is to text us, 406-888-1029. Thanks to Tommy and Andrew and Jeff, everybody, all the boys in the back for all their work from a production and engineering standpoint to make this tournament takeover happen. And they can always forward those texts along to me as well, 406-888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Let's talk a little bit of prep hoops. We've been doing our prep extra pretty much every day this week because we're rounding up all of the coaches from across the landscape of high school state champions. We had eight different teams crowned state champions between the AA, A, B, and C boys and girls levels last weekend. We were sorry to not be on hand for any of them, but we love catching up with each and every one of the coaches and and or players. We've had some players as well. By the way, Braden Cook, who joined us on Tuesday, on a Capital Star. He was named the Gatorade Player of the Year for boys basketball earlier this week after leading the Capital Bruins to their third title in school history. Class C, the Roy Winifred team on the girls' side, the Class C state champions, Marietta Boyce, one of the co-head coaches of that squad. She caught up with Andrew Houghton of ESPN Missoula earlier this week. One as now another prep extra segment. I'm Andrew Houghton. Joining me for this one, Roy Winifred, co-head coach Marietta Boyce. Just a couple days after Roy Winifred put the finishing touches on their Class C state girls basketball title by beating Box Elder 48 to 40 in Great Falls. Marietta, first off, just thanks so much for coming on with us. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. I just wanted to ask, first off, what it's what it's been like since winning the title, what that experience was like on Saturday, uh, and what the emotions have sort of been since then. Oh, it's just um, it's a pretty awesome feeling. You know, it's something that uh, we've worked hard at all year long, really, not just this season. Um, our girls put a lot of time in this summer and um, you know, picked up some challenging competition, and so uh, it's very rewarding. And then to go undefeated is, you know, is just kind of like uh, the cherry on top because we we don't focus on necessarily being undefeated. Um, we we focus more on the process and you know taking each each game at a time. And so um, to get all the way through to the state championship and win that trophy and then have an undefeated undefeated season was um, pretty incredible. So yeah. And you guys, and you you had a state championship in 2020 technically, but that was sort of the weird covid season where everything got canceled at the end and you 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 had a trophy but you didn't have a chance to play for the state championship so i know that was a big deal for the girls coming into this year i mean how did you guys handle that yeah 2020 was very frustrating because our girls were playing some great basketball i mean we had 40 pointed you know in the semifinal in the previous game too and so we were just really felt like we were on a roll and um so so disappointing when we couldn't actually play the game so i mean it, it was a state title but it didn't feel like a normal state title you know and um and several of those girls that are on our team this year experience that as well you know they were on the team then obviously and so um they were very hungry for a, a trophy to declare as as their own <laughs> well didn't leave any doubt this season it beat box elder 48 to 40 in the in the state title game to clinch the 27 and 0 undefeated season what were you thinking going into that game and just walk me through that state title game a little bit because that's you know not not a runaway in that one yeah, um, well, having played Box Elder for the divisional championship prior to that, you know, we knew that it was going to be a physical game. Um, Box Elder is a good team, and so we knew we had to handle their pressure and um, and take it to the rim, take it at them. And so, you know, we started off doing a, a great job of that in the first quarter, and um, and then the second quarter uh, we we they caused they created some turnovers for us or whatever and then and kept the the game close and and that's the thing we never you know it, it sure didn't feel like just a 
I mean, they're always right there. You know, they never <laughs> go away type of thing. And so there's always that chance because a couple of threes and boom, they're right back in it. And so, you know, it, it never really, even afterwards, it's like, okay, is, is that real? Is, is it really over type of thing? And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was crazy. Crazy game. And how did it feel for you, for you after that, just, you know, knowing that you'd clinched it and, and gotten it done? What were the emotions after? Actually, the biggest thing for me was just a huge sigh of relief. You know, I, I don't know. Um, we had a close game the night before with Plentywood, and they're a great team. And, you know, we kind of had to come from behind. And we haven't done that a lot this season. We haven't been challenged, you know. Um, our first two games... Um, in the opener this year, we opened up with Melstone and then North Country. So those games, you know, we were down with North Country down at by 14, and then we came back. So, you know, the girls um, knew what that was like a little bit, but throughout the rest of the year, the rest of the season, we were beating teams by, you know, 30, 40 points pretty steadily. And so, so we didn't have those challenges of down to the wire necessarily. Um, and so the fact that the girls could keep their composure and still like on Friday night come from behind and then Saturday night knowing that they were always just, you know, Box Elder was right there um, the whole entire way. And, you know, we got in some foul trouble in both of those games and um, our bench really had to step up huge. And so um, that was that was huge for us. I mean, our seniors just really kept their composure and um, and then our bench came in and weathered the storm and, and so yeah it was a, a collective team effort but just a huge sigh of relief knowing that okay we got it done <laughs> It's Marietta Boyce co-head coach of the Roy Winifred girls basketball team joining us for a prep extra segment here on Nuanez Now just a couple days after the Outlaws clinched the Class C state title with a 48-40 win over Box Elder and yeah, Coach, just tell me a little bit about your team this year. Who were the players that you could rely on? Who were the girls that came up big for you in, in the spots where they needed to? Well, like I said, it's a really a total team effort, you know, and as a coach I always like to emphasize team because, you know, nobody can do it by themselves. But obviously um, um, our seniors, you know, we had Madeline Hagum and Megan Burgum and Cadence Tillman were our seniors this year, and Cadence was out with a knee injury most of the season, but she came back and even got some playing time in that, in that final game. Um, Megan Burgum stepped up huge um, the game before and brought us back from a deficit against Plentywood. Um, Madeline has just been such a strong leader all year long. You know, she's our six-foot um, guard, basically, you know, but can play inside, outside, can handle the ball. Um, shoot the three or take it inside too and so our three seniors you know we're going to really miss them this year some other key players Jada Southworth is our only junior on the team and her athleticism is unmatched and she um, she came through huge with some some big rebounds and um, taking it at him and going to the free throw line in that championship game and then our sophomores we have our 6-4 Izzy Hagum and then our 5-4 uh, Laney Elness and those two are quite the duo you know they get a lot done for us um, defensively and offensively they're leading in many of the statistics uh, on our team as sophomores so they were huge too and then you know like I said we had Dakota Crabtree coming off the bench and Hannah Ewan coming off the bench but even the remainder of our team too pushing us in practice and, and being there all along the way so. It sounds like you do have some talent coming back in the next couple of years, but how do you keep this going? I mean, how do you how do you build off this as you're going into next year? You know, I think we um, we have a, a pretty successful program. I mean, looking over, um, I've been involved in the program for quite a while, and um, you know, we've never had a, a losing season. So basketball is definitely in our blood here, and supported by our our parents and our community and stuff. And so we do have some talent next year. I think we'll be competitors. You know, the girls. Um, they they love the game of basketball and they get along well with each other and and so it's fun you know we make it fun even throughout the throughout the summer and stuff like that and so um, I think just keep working at it and you know we always think oh we're really going to miss those seniors which we are and it's hard shoes to fill but it seems like then somebody else steps up the following year so um, we're you know we're still going to. Um, uh, enjoy this for a moment and then we'll um, get back in the gym and start working for next year. Marietta Boyce, co-head coach of the Roy Winifred girls basketball team. 
Joining us just a couple days after the Outlaws beat Box Elder to clinch the Class C state title. Coach, thanks so much for coming on. Congrats on the title. Uh, we hope to be talking with you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you, Andrew. Sounds good. Thank you, Andrew. There you go, Marietta Boyce, head co-head coach of the Roy Winnipeg girls basketball team, the champions of Class C. Our tournament takeover continues. We're two games in here at San Diego, two more games remaining here on the docket today on your Friday to get this site underway. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Tournament takeover presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Rolls on. Trisha Binford, the head coach of the Montana State women's basketball team, as well as Ashley Van Sickle, a senior for the MSU Bobcats. They'll each join us here on Nuanas now to take you home on your Friday. MSU, they play Stanford, 8 p.m. from Palo Alto, California. So we'll get you prepped up for that game here in just a minute. Back after this, keep it right here. Tournament takeover rolls on. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. Your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.